Welcome to Talking Facts, what you need to know about family, food, finance, and fitness. Hosted by the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program, our educators share research knowledge with individuals, families, and communities to improve quality of life. Hello, and welcome to Talking Facts. This is your host, Dr. Jennifer Hunter, Assistant Director for Family Consumer Sciences Extension at the University of Kentucky. Today, I'm pleased to have back joining us Caroline Francis, Director of the University of Kentucky Alumni Career Services Center, as well as Amanda Shagney, Associate Director of the University of Kentucky Alumni Career Services Center. Thank you both for joining us again today. We appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. Today's topic, I think, is one that will be of interest to several of our listeners, returning to work after a gap. And this is something that that my friends and I have, have discussed quite a bit over the years. I think just about, you know, our life stages that uh, some of my good college friends have maybe gone in and out of the workforce due to having children or other life events, and just general conversations that we've had of um, how you rejoin the workforce after you've been away for a while. So let's just get started and um, talk about maybe what are some of those reasons when y'all visit with clients that they may have taken a gap from work? We do see a wide variety of career clients that have had a gap, and it's men as well as women. Um, You obviously think of women who have stepped out for a little while to care for young children, uh, but we're starting to see people that have had to leave their work for a few years to care for elderly parents, and this often involves a move. Um, We see many alumni that have moved around the world or across the country to come back usually typically closer to Kentucky to care for ailing parents. So there are a variety of reasons that people do take a gap in their professional work history. If someone has a gap or maybe they are planning a gap, how can they present that to future employers or how can they use that gap time wisely? Great question. And I wish that career clients would Think about this before they take a gap because there's so many things that you can do strategically in your gap that will make reentry much smoother, such as strategically volunteering during a gap. Many employers are not concerned about a gap, but they just want to know what you've been doing in your gap. Right. And ideally, if you can take a class, do something to keep your skills up, volunteer, serve on a board. If there's some things that you can do during your gap that are resume worthy, it will make your transition much smoother when you are ready to go back into the workforce. And I can see that because in our unit and department, we do do a considerable amount of hiring, and we most definitely see resumes and applications come across our desk that that there are significant gaps of time for a variety of reasons, as you explained. But one thing that we do always look for is how has this individual remained engaged during that gap period? How have their skills remained relevant? Because I think as an employer, one of our concerns is that they are still current in terms of technology or with the current job standards, whatever the subject matter may be, that they're current with the knowledge of that subject matter as well. Yes, a real word of caution is to keep your network fresh. So even though you may not be going to an office every day, continue to schedule periodic coffee breaks, get together, keep in touch with perhaps journals or some 
online groups or LinkedIn groups of people in your field to help make your transition smoother. And I would think as as social media is so so prevalent these days that there's ways to engage with with groups or uh, individuals to to really kind of maintain that network. Absolutely. On LinkedIn, there's an easy search function for groups and you can find local networking groups in your industry or in your specific job function to engage with. Maintaining those relationships with professionals in your area keeps you in the loop on what opportunities may be coming for after your gap. For someone that is, uh, maybe they have had that gap and now they're looking to jump back into the workforce, what advice would you give to them? I would encourage them to be on your resume, explain your gap, do list some of the things you've done during your gap. Also allow time for that transition. Your first job back is probably not going to be at the level that you left. So it may take you a little while to get back to earning power that you had when you stepped out of the market. So be flexible and allow yourself some time to transition back into the workforce. I think that that is a great point because, again, as we see some of these resumes come across our desk, that often people are looking to jump back in at their same level or maybe even a level above potentially where they would have been if they had not left the workforce. And it can be really hard in in a pool of candidates to be able for that individual to be able to get there. I've noticed there seems to be a sweet spot once people do take that first reentry job and they're in it for about one to two years then it seems easier for them to make their next jump to a career or a field that would be more on par with what they left. And hopefully when they are in that reentry position that that they're a rock star. Yes. Right. Because they they should be coming back to something that that is familiar to them, that they know that they can do. And I think the more that you show that you're a valued employee, the easier it is then to move up. So true. And again, just so important to keep your network engaged and attend events in your community and stay up to date with skills and technology will all make that transition so much easier. How should one address the gap on their resume? I would recommend using a functional style draft in those scenarios. And in that functional draft, we're really going to focus on transferable skills. These are skills that you may have picked up in lots of different cases or different outlets in your life that are most applicable to the type of work that you're going for. And so it's up to you as the candidate to sell your skills and make them marketable to the employer, right? And so if you're able to get that information just out in front on your resume and organize and structure it in that way, it makes it an easy sell. So can you help me visualize what a functional resume looks like? I assume it still starts with name and contact information at the top, but is then that next layer down those skill sets? You're spot on. You're spot on. So we're going to start with our general contact information, maybe even a nice header or summary statement. And then we're going to get into three to five skills that are applicable to the types of jobs that you're going for followed then by the work history with less details. We want the details underneath those functional headers with the skills. Employers want to see evidence of how you've developed skills as a job candidate. I think that 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 is great tip there of just really selling yourself and making making your resume stand out to the employer because when the employer has questions about the resume and kind of trying to figure out the person, it's really easy to maybe move them into the 
maybe pile or the no pile, especially if you have a very large pool of candidates. So the more that they could design that resume to really explain and tell the potential employer everything that they need to know about that candidate, I think is a, is a great, great tip. Can you all share with us how an individual may seek out additional information, if that is through maybe the UK Alumni Career Services Center, or where does someone go to look for career information? Sure. There are several places. University of Kentucky Alumni Career Services is open to anyone. It's a benefit of active membership in the UK Alumni Association, so anyone can join. Also, I would look at the National Career Development Association, NCDA's websites. They list certified career counselors. You may also want to check at a career center at a local community college uh, and just do some Google research and possibly find some resources that way. Great. Thank you both for joining us today and sharing more information about individuals thinking about returning to work after a gap. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you for listening to Talking Facts. We deliver programs focusing on nutrition and health, resource management, family development, and civic engagement. If you enjoyed today's podcast, have a question, or a show topic idea, leave a like and comment on Facebook at UKFCSEXT. Visit us online at fcs.uky.edu to learn more about the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program or contact your local extension agent for family and consumer sciences. We build strong families. It starts with us.